Lovers quarrel. It's a long sustained quarrel. What's going on, world? Hey, everybody. It's your guy, TJ, Mr. New Cool. And it's your, it's your girl, Danny, your exceptionally elated elephant. What's going on, love? Nothing. Um, just, you know, I had a really, it was a good weekend and had a really productive Sunday morning. And now I'm prepared to chill after we record. Um, and also trying to get into the holiday spirit. So I'm really good all the way around. How about you? I'm good. Um, nothing to complain about, you know. Um, 2020 has been my year of, you know, if it's something that I cannot if it's if it's something that I can't change or that I don't have personal control over, not to sweat it. And any day above the ground is a great day. So yes. I try not to I try not to live in, 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 in negative spaces. And it's been pretty helpful for me in twenty twenty, so that's nice. Well yeah, um well, of course, welcome to another episode of Lover's Quarrel. Um, TJ and I do apologize that we were um not recording these last I think that Sorry, was, yeah. that was me. And yes, let the record show. Um, that we haven't recorded in the last two weeks. And it's just, you know, um, whenever we have these little lulls in, in our scheduling, you know, I I feel really bad because I know that there are people out there waiting to listen and we sometimes, but but ultimately, like, life happens and things happen. And, you know, this go-round for me was, like, coming off of a, a, a week a week spent with family and then also you know just the heightened emotions at least that I had surrounding the election which we'll talk about this episode um I just wasn't in the right headspace and if I'm being transparent you know as we get into the holiday season um and I think it's just you know sometimes it's really important just to the family that you can be around that you you spend time with them and that we focus on that too so I'm not saying that like we're not going to record you know, we're just going to stop recording abruptly or anything like that. But I just kind of want to be transparent in this moment in that, you know, things come up, you know, TJ and I are still working, um, still parenting Tatum, still doing stuff around the house to make this house a home. You know, um, my mom just turned 70 this past week. So I was, you know, we were spending time celebrating my mother because it's a huge birthday and obviously can't do what we normally do. So, you know, just being real, like, um, I don't know, it's on my heart a little bit, but it's just like, you know, TJ and I do this for, for fun and we do this to connect and we do this to, um, to show love and appreciation to people and their relationships, um, no matter where they come from in life, where, what type of life that they live. Um, and it's a great way for us to meet new people, engage with new people. And so it's a, it's a passion of ours. Um, and TJ has said it many, many times before, which is like, if we never make a dollar off of this, then that's also, that's always okay too. Um, and you know, it's a thing too, like we do this as a passion, but it is still on the side of our, you know, full-time jobs and our full-time lives. So that in turn sometimes means that there are going to be weeks that sometimes things don't happen. And in podcasting, you know, consistency is key. This is like breaking a cardinal rule of sorts, but at the same time, you know, until this becomes something that if it if ever or if we ever desire for it to be something that we really could make a substantial living off of, then we're going to be, you know, real with ourselves and give ourselves grace. And um, we hope that you guys do that as well um, and, and, and can afford us that grace as well as we continue to navigate our lives while still sharing our lives with you all. 
Especially during this time. I think with COVID, what it has showed us is that even though the world has stopped, it hasn't stopped. Mm -hmm. And and I think that's the difference. Um, I've gotten busier with work. Danny's gotten busier with work. And then Tatum's in school and she has homework on a nightly basis. And And weekends now. Yeah. and, And, you know, I think for us, it's being able to manage our time better. So that's something that we are going to work on and making sure that we, you know, record early or, or use pockets. But I think it's different because when we were releasing on Fridays, you know, we would typically record that Tuesday or Wednesday typically. So that gave us enough time and we planned. But, you know, it would be like, you know, she's at Tatum is at one of our is at either my sister's, her sister's yeah. or or her mother's. So now we're recording there, but because everything is done at home, it's kind of like, how do you make that time? So not making excuses, just, just expressing what's what's going on with us, and you know, um, we thank y'all for your patience and your understanding, and you know, we just want to try to be as genuine and authentic as possible. While still providing great content, because again, if we're gonna rush something and it's gonna be trash, then we might as well not do it. So facts. Um, so yeah, so I mean, that is you know, we just kind of wanted to address the that apps absence and whatever, and be honest that you know we're going to take it week by week as we you know venture into this like it's gonna be probably a really rough winter for us as not and not us me, TJ solely but just like as a as a people because covid numbers are rising um folks you know we're dealing with a completely delusional person that happens to be a guest president of the united states saying that he hasn't uh hasn't conceded so you've got that going on you've got this transition happening um the holidays you know people you know wanting to be around and ha- you know thanksgiving is a time where people have all their family together and that's just not a reality Oh. Um, and it's a thing of, you know, we want to just make sure that we, that, and we want to encourage all of you to, to focus on what matters the most in your life. If that's your health, which paramount is health and safety folks. Like, you know, we all have our little bubbles of folks that we kind of stay around. Just stay within your bubbles, y'all. The same handful of people that you're able to be around, you know, try be around them, but you know, refrain from the big gatherings, the the huge parties. If you can help it at all with traveling, especially flying or anything like that, you know, please do that. Make sure you wear a mask. Wear that shit over your nose. That shit burns me up when I see people with that shit under their nose. Um, you know, hand sanitizer. Don't OD on paper towel and toilet paper because it's already looking skimp out there. So make sure you're doing those things. If you're, you know, blessed enough to be employed during this time, you know, continue working, grinding, doing what you have to do, you know, and just take care of yourselves. Like whatever brings you peace, whatever brings you joy, because, you know, and again, I guess we're going on a little bit of a tangent and we'll jump into the show. But I had a conversation with some of my former students this week and some of them are doing OK, but others of them are not. And but what I will say is across the spectrum, like they're all struggling in different ways with like learning from home and, and taking school from home. I had one of my students. He's lost three people. He's in ninth grade now. He's lost three people in the last six months, one of whom was his mother. And 
this is like the sweetest, smartest, kindest, funniest, like most understanding child. Like he's so emotionally intelligent and like it kills me and it pains me that he's struggling with that. And I just, you know, I'm trying to encourage him and give him the words to give himself grace and to find peace and to not be go to those dark places in his mind when he feels this way. So in those in that same vein, I'm just encouraging anyone who hears this to please also do that for yourself, you know? Put yourself first, put your family first, put your health and safety first, put your mental wealth and health first. And with that, I'm going to stop rambling. Um, are you ready for us to jump into our elevator, baby? I am. All right. Are you going up or down? You can start it off. All right. I'm, I don't know what I'm doing yet. I'm going up. Um, <clears throat> going up. So... Since we last met with you all, we have uh, gone through the longest election, at least in our lifetimes, um, and it's all about fuck Donald Trump. That motherfucker lost. He's delusional that he did that he didn't lose. He won't concede. I know all the stuff like that, but men lie, women lie, numbers don't. People voted. The people have spoken. This motherfucker is gone. Now, I know that, you know, he is trying to stage a coup. He is trying to, you know, uh, have his base be, you know, riled up and and get them all worked up so that they can go out there and cause all types of mess. And again, make sure y'all are being safe, especially depending on where you live. Um, But it it makes me really happy. I'm going to choose to be really happy that this that we are on the precipice of getting this motherfucker the the fuck up out of here. because he is, even though he is a symptom and not the disease, he is the gangrenous boil, you know, symptom on your leg, your shoulder, whatever that you can't get rid of and that itches and burns and all that other stuff. I'm just trying to think of everything disgusting about a, like something about a, an illness that I can. That's what he represents. And it's still fuck Mitch McConnell and it's still fuck Lindsey Graham or Lady G and, um, but I am still saying, glad that we are like turning, hopefully, some semblance of a corner. The fight is not over. There's a runoff in Georgia for control of the Senate. My, if anyone is listening to this in Georgia, make sure y'all go and vote for the um, Ossoff and Warnock. Um, if you're not in Georgia, make sure you donate or you volunteer to text bank. Do what you can to support. But I was really nervous, and I'm just glad that like at least more than half of the population of voters that did vote voted for not him and to the people who did vote for him which was still a significant amount of people um i say this with all disrespect y'all are whack fucking people fuck you and i don't know what it's gonna feel like to wake up one day or to go to die knowing that you were on the wrong side of history so, sucks to be you. And with that, fuck Donald Trump, I yield the floor, or the elevator floor. I'll stay up, um, and I'm just glad that the elections is over, because Danny was very stressed, and she was taking it out on me, um, I feel like. Okay, go ahead. That's just, just That was just my interpretation. I saw, I didn't, I was going to say something, but I'm not. No, go ahead. What did you want to say? You didn't really take out. You didn't take it out on me, but I don't like to see you stressed, and this really had you stressed and and everything. So I'm just glad that it's over. 
I'm glad that uh, Biden won because I would have voted for anybody against Donald Trump. I would have voted for a sock. I would have voted for an animal. I would have voted for just anybody. Mm-hmm. If they would have been like Hitler's running, hey, I'm going for Hitler. Oh my gosh! Yeah, well, that's, that's how that's, that's how extreme. Well, I was Trump going. is his playbook is Hitler's playbook, so we still gotta you know. I'm 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 using that. I know you're being facetious. Yes, I get it. 100%. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that. We were talking about it yesterday. Trump had the easiest layup, and the layup would have been his COVID response. The COVID response. He would have did that. He would have been good, but he couldn't even do that right. So he fumbles all the bags because he doesn't care. So, so yeah. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm at with it. That and you know, it's just like I said, I'm, I'm just on a positive vibe right now. There's nothing to be negative about. There's nothing. You know, family's healthy. We got our jobs. Tatum's growing and learning every day, so that's all I can ask for. I love it. All right. You good? I'm, I'm good. All let's right. Let's this elevator. Let's jump off this elevator, and let's just transition and move on to our relationship tip of the week. Um, I'm going to go first. Is that okay? All right. So my relationship tip of the week um, is something I learned in therapy, you know, I'm a big proponent of that, is um, in our lives, and again, within all of our ships and any of our encounters with the people in our lives, um, no matter what role they might have, we need to make a, we need to make authentic daily decisions to communicate. Now, what does that mean, Danny? Well, um, if you haven't noticed, if you've not listened to this this show before you don't know me personally you know that sometimes i have a tendency to not speak on things when they're bothering me um or when i'm annoyed or agitated typically because i don't want to argue or because i figure it's not a big deal or it'll pass um but what ends up happening like clockwork is i suppress and i suppress and i suppress and then something that maybe otherwise if i had been more open about how I felt in the beginning, I end up blowing up, right? Or I'm not maintaining my emotions. And, you know, more recently, um, and during, and also during these last two weeks, which could explain some of the lacking desire to record, is like, you know, trying to manage my emotions has been a, a struggle. Um, I am not a naturally angry person or a argumentative person or anything like that, but I am someone who feels very deeply. I'm very, I like to think of myself as kind of like an empath. Like I feel how I feel really intensely. I take on other people's emotions. Very, I, I take it on very deeply. And as much as I try not to, it's really difficult to not like internalize that stuff. So in therapy, what my, um, my therapist said was, you know, like, Danny, it's a skill and you have to, like any other skill, you have to practice it. You have to work on it and you have to do it in small steps. You know, it's not always going to be that, you know, you, you can't just jump out the window and start talking openly how you feel about something super, you know, major or serious. It's like, it's the, it's the little things. And, you know, she kind of explained it like, just because somebody else is joking with you or, or making a joke or just because somebody else isn't offended or hurt by it or it doesn't feel a way about it doesn't mean that you're wrong for feeling a way about it. It's more about you communicating it and setting those boundaries. And the way that, that you can start doing that is be, by making these like authentic daily decisions to communicate. So it's like if, and I'm going to use TJ because that's you know the, an easy example to provide, but it's like if TJ 
you know, comes home and doesn't do something that I like or says something that I don't like, instead of me huffing and puffing, because she did say you have to kind of identify like what your little like your tells are when you're feeling a way. When you feel that way, just say it. And like, that's for him to, you know, receive and process and respond to how he will. But at least you know that you made it clear, like, I don't like this, or I don't like that you said that, or this bothers me. And in doing so, you just get those things out because you it just sometimes, you know, and we all know it, sometimes the sheer fact that we said something is all that we needed to do to kind of move on. We had to just kind of put it out there. So I'm working on that personally. So that way I don't become this like overly emotional person because that's a, a, an area where I struggle with being okay with being emotional. So in order to help manage them better, I'm practicing making daily authentic communications with TJ, with everybody, and making that decision to say, hey, this happened, I don't like it. Or this was said, I, I don't I feel like this was, you know, rude or something like that. So landing the plane, that's my relationship tip of the week. Um and I hope that if anyone else is struggling with that in whatever way like I am, that it helps. My tip for this week is to individuals, people, uh, relationships, any type of ships is to do a self audit, do a self um, analyst of, of the things that make you unhappy, the things you want to change just start working on it. You know, take it one day at a time, give yourself the grace and, and understand that you're not going to be perfect, but start working towards the things, you know, start removing the, the negative people in your life or the negative situations in your life and, you know, learn to be comfortable with the uncomfortable right you have a friend who's who hasn't been a good friend to you but you keep them around because they've been a, a consistent you know it's okay to start distancing distancing yourself and start removing them out of there so that way you can give yourself peace you know covid has taught me that it's super short you never know what tomorrow is going to give you and you know it's up to you to control your happiness. So I think that it's very important that we take a, a reflection and, and, and we see the things that we can remove out of our lives that will make us happier. So I, I love it. Sometimes we got to reflect, right? We got to like examine and, you know, prune the tree of our lives. And sometimes that means you got to let people go. Well, with that being said, we are going to shift into our black history fact for this week. Um, I'm still going to use mine that was I did have planned for last week only because I, I like it. And so it's still November. Yes, it's still November. And um, so it's still appropriate. Um, I am going to say that last Monday, I believe, um, Drew Hill, recording artist... <laughs> Cisco. That's your black history. Fact. Yes. Go ahead. Cisco was born on November 9th, 1975. I don't know if that's a black history. That fact. is a black He is a part of one of the best R&B male groups ever. Like, we're in Baltimore. Drew Hill, Drew a Hill, which was five minutes from my job. Like, you got it. First of all, we're not going to slander Drew Hill because you we know it. that they got bops. And everybody knows the Drew Hill bop, the little dance, the little tell me what you want. You got it. And Cisco was a part of that. first, okay. And he brought us the thong song, like, dumps like a truck. And he said it. Let me sing it again. 
This <laughs> song has not aged well at all. It's not. It hasn't. But I remember it so well. I remember the part where like his feet like went over the crowd <laughs> in the video. There was like a crowd of people, and he like ran over. Yeah, the song was called Thong Song. It was like no thongs in the video. It was like well, it was like two thousand. I, I get like. that, but I'm just saying it was just. He missed the mark on that. But. Well, I think it's for the times. But Cisco, happy birthday, happy belated birthday, Cisco. Um, you know. So I'm gonna give two. Okay, um, go ahead. So hockey player Arthur Durrington becomes the first black to sign an NHL contract joining the New York Rangers organization in 19 November 15th, um, 1950. Um, so I would have never known that. In 1950, we had African Americans playing in hockey. Really? Yeah, yeah. I would. You could, I wouldn't have known or guessed that either. And then November 16, 2004, President Bush announces his nomination of Condoleezza Rice as Secretary of State. She's the first Black woman to serve in that position. Another Black history fact. So, I, I know people didn't love Condoleezza, but. You know what? A first is a first. And I would have voted for her to be president, too. I mean, she's definitely way better than what we have now. And she wasn't bad, necessarily, either when she was in, in her role, but she was... She was a Republican, so... Yeah, but... And at that time, I mean, in, in history, it's always been Democrats versus Republican, even though black people started out as Republicans and then became Democrats. I still got to find out what changed that but oh yeah there used to be like the democratic republicans and then like yeah it was a whole thing like political parties have kind of like changed shifted like you know but it's always been we've been very much primarily as a a country a two-party system but we do need more parties but this i mean you can have more parties but if you're gonna have more parties and it's still gonna be primarily the democrats and republicans who's gonna get all the votes and it doesn't matter if you have more parties yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, there does need to be a more like. Uh, I do agree that there needs to be a shift of like, oh, give, making space for those other political parties to have like a, bro- a broader, pla- a bigger platform, so people can hear what they have to say. Because then you know you might find that like, oh, this party that's not a Democrat, not a Republican, is more in alignment with my beliefs and what I think is is best for my my life and my family and my country. And but you don't know about it because you can't act on it. Like right now, I do feel like you know we're in a it's this is such a these last four years and in the coming couple of years are such a triage kind of moment in history where we just have to stop the bleeding and like cut the fat of these like demon ass fucking people that support Trump and Trump himself and the Republicans that follow after him that we have to do that and so it's very much kind of like a we're compromising sometimes a little bit but as time goes on we I do think we need to create space for these other parties because you know anywhere else we like anywhere else in our lives if we go to a place and they say you got choice A or choice B we're like well that's it like if you walk into any store and they tell you I got two things for you Two products, and that's it. Yes and no. Then you're going to be like... Because there's a place called Lobster and Burgers, and that's all they serve is lobster and burgers. Okay, but that's that's like a... But but they... But... Okay, but if they... But that's because they tell you all that's all we serve up front. Technically, we... This country is never like, yeah, we're only this two-party system. They support... They arguably support the the, uh, inclusion of other parties, but because it's like a... So it's like if you're at a restaurant and it's called... Burger, lobster, shrimp, fries, and pork chops, 
and you go in there thinking that you're going to be able to have your any pick of those five things and actually it's just burger and lobster and that and then like there's like one shrimp in the restaurant and one french fry and one pork chop then that's when it's kind of like you're forcing my hand to pick between burger and lobster that's all but now give me my word of the week so i can um redeem myself and and i'm gonna do it i have to do it for alex trebek because rest in peace to alex trebek that one hit hard because i love me some jeopardy so i'm gonna toss it over to tj for the word of the week your word of the week is conflagration an extensive fire which is which destroys a great deal of land or property so conflagration something that uh, la has or California. Yeah, because it says an extensive fire which destroys a great deal of land or property. Okay. Isn't that what, like, because it's so dry out there, it's like it burns a lot of land and everything. Yeah, and because of, you know, humans water and, drought too. and climate change and all of those things. And because uh, once upon a time, people, I've read somewhere that, like, you know, and I mean, it does happen where, like, there are ways to safely like burn patches of uh, land that are that have a lot of dry dead wood or leaves and things like that, but to do it in a in a controlled manner so that way you I think it's called you, is it raising but basically you do that in order to eliminate it from sp- prevent it from spreading further and turning into like a wildfire. But all right, conflagration. So C O N F L A G R-A-T-I-O-N. You got it. Thank you. Boop, boop, boop. That was for my main man, Alex Trebek. Rest in peace. So now that we have done that, we're going to take a brief break, listen um, and hear from our sponsor, and then we'll be back to chat it up with y'all some more. Hey, friend. It's time for you to ditch those workout gloves and get the grip and wrist support you deserve. What do you suggest? You need to get the Gaines Load and Lock Grips by Gaines Sports Gear. They are more durable than gloves, have a non-slip grip pad that provides grip support and added wrist support unlike your traditional workout gloves, and will protect your hands from calluses. Do they come in different colors? Not only do they come in different colors, but they are available for men and women. Do yourself a favor, go to GainesSportsGear.com. And remember, a better grip equals a better lift. Embrace the process. And you too can embrace the process by using our code LOVERS10 at GAINS, G-A-I-N-Z, sportsgear.com. And now, back to the show. And we are back. And I figured since we were kind of talking in the spirit, in the spirit of our conversation being mostly grounded in like politics and the current state of the world, um, I wanted to talk to TJ about potentially what it, because you want to have a conversation that's definitely going to get heated. But go ahead. It's not, I think it'll get in a second. Okay. It's a quarrel. I mean, I have to be an argument. Go ahead, queen. So, when we're thinking about relationships, um, we're obviously always not going to have the same opinions on everything. But what I want to know is, could you remain in a relationship with someone that has different political views than yourself? And more, maybe a little to be a little bit more specific, could you be in a relationship with a Trump supporter? So, my answer, 
or do, let me you go first because I'm answering first well, every yours, segment. Yours is gonna be hell no. My answer is gonna be hell no for a Trump supporter. Different political views. It has. It might depend on what it is, but different political views I might be able to work with. But it depends on what it is. But a Trump supporter, no, fuck you. We're getting divorced. Damn. Yeah. So if I told you I was a Trump supporter, you divorced me. Probably. Probably, or you are. Cause see, you just went from being like sure to being like not sure. I'm just yeah, trying to I would. I would. So if I needed to get us to, to, to get divorced, it's got to be like I'm a Trump supporter. Well, you'd have yeah, you'd have to be like yeah, a supporter. You just say like I voted for, him. but I know you didn't vote for him, so because I helped you fill out your ballot, so. Um. Yeah, for me, I, I I mean, it's tough because you know everybody are individuals and they're allowed to have their own views on things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would definitely look at you weird if you were a Trump supporter, but again, it depends on if like if you're saying I'm a Trump supporter because financially he helped me. I don't give a fuck about I don't give a fuck about nothing else but money. Um, it would kind of open up my eyes to what kind of individual you are. So that's why I'm not necessarily just saying, I wouldn't just say yes, per se. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you can back up why, even if I don't agree with it, like that's your choice. But I also see things a little bit differently. So, yeah. So what about your family who's voted for Trump? Does that mean like you don't say you're not going to speak to them no more? I don't or? have I don't really have anything to say to them. I don't know the next time I would be in the same space as them anyway. But if if it came out that like somebody in my family voted for him, then like we don't really have anything to talk about. Like, but are you going to cut off like hello goodbye? So you would say hello goodbye to them. That's because they're family, or I'm just that, I'm just trying that, to see how that, deep your hate is. That would probably be like out of like courtesy. So like. If I'm being honest, if I'm thinking about the people in my family who might, who could have, right? They would probably have been the people who've married into my family. So more so out of like respect for my relative who is married to that person or to like my aunts who are the parent of that person's um, spouse, I would be like, mildly cordial but we have literally nothing to talk about i'm not invited and it most certainly i don't think that you're being invited by me to something it's because we were both invited to the same family function and i'm not going to pass up pass up miss seeing the rest of my family when the time is when we can again um because of that but fuck no i'm not talking to you like what do we got to talk about so what would you do I'm just saying, if I was you, then I'm not fucking with you at all. Like, I wouldn't even say hi. And you would know why I didn't say hi. And I, I'm just saying, if you're going to have this, this this strong stance, then then you can't, like, flip-flop for him. Well, I don't really feel like it's flip-flopping. I feel like it's just, like, like I said, like, it would be, like, out of a courtesy. Th- like, if I was at, like, my 90-year-old great-aunt's house and a relative came over or their spouse came over and that we, and, like, it was made clear that person, st- like... I think the thing too is like these are the type of people that are not going to like outwardly say that they voted for who yeah, they voted yeah, for. Not. But I'm, I'm if, it, if it ever came up, like if I was ever in a scenario where that person said it to my face, it came up and they were like, and it came up in conversation. Then you won't go. Oh, 
I'm ready. I'm like chomping at the bit. But see, I would be the type. after that. It's like I don't want. I do not fuck with you. I don't acknowledge you. See, I would be the type to like wear like a shirt that that it, that will let you know like fuck Donald Trump shirt. Mm-hmm. And I would wear it because I know that you're coming, and I want. Absolutely, that so, would definitely be. You'd be like a more. Um, yeah, but but to me, it's it's also like if this person is a, like I said, like I was saying earlier, if this person is someone who's in my family, but it's not someone I really bang with or anything like that, I'm not gonna put too much emphasis on it because I don't, I wouldn't bang with you on on a normal. So for me to have to give you that extra energy, that means I'm going out of my way, and that fucks up the path that I'm trying to go in life. Mm-hmm. So. For me, you know, but if it was my significant other, I feel like it would make me look at you differently. I would look at you and say, if you voted for him because of these reasons, then it's kind of like this is what you're motivated by. And it would let me know that, you know, if I lost my job, you may be gone because you're motivated by money. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it's not about the love because, again, you. I'm not voting for somebody just because financially they help me. They make everything else bad, but but I have the money. Like, money is a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, I've, I've always said it like money is the, is the root of all, all, all evil. Like, mm-hmm. money brings the worst out in people all the time. And, and, you know, it's, it's so unfortunate. Families divide because of money, you know. They find out that mama had a, a, a plan, had an insurance plan, and kids who ain't never take care of their parents come out of the woodwork. Our aunt comes out of the woodwork. People want stuff. Like, you weren't here. Mm-hmm. You weren't helping us. You weren't in the gym shooting with us, but now you want something, mm-hmm. you know, or, or, or like the people who's like, you know, there's people who, who go above and beyond for that family member. The other family's not there. And then once they pass away, now they're here to to to, to be sorrow and cry and, and put on all these theatrics and shit like that. And it's just like, you weren't here. You didn't really care. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those things are, you know, so... I guess, what do you think will happen, though, if, like... Well, let me ask you. So, I know you said you, like, wear a T-shirt or whatever, like, to kind of troll somebody. But, like, what if you were taken aback? Like, what if it was somebody that you least expected or, some, like, you're somebody that you didn't know? Like, you had a family function and they, like, came out and said that. And then, like... I would ask questions, though. But, see, that's where we always differ because your thing is, like, you're... You're a part of the cancel culture, so you're ready to cancel people I'm not, as soon as possible. I'm not a part of cancel culture. You don't culture. have to hear what the details... What, well, you are. You you canceled that, Tory Lanes. You've canceled R. Kelly. You've canceled yeah. uh, you canceled somebody else. Kanye. You've canceled Kanye, and you didn't care why. I do care why. No, I'm saying I that. Mean, I, no, I, oh, excuse me. Oh, I needed to like have them justify, explain why. For me, yes, that's how that's how I work. But for you, it doesn't have to be a justification. It could just be like someone said it, and you're jumping at it. But it has nothing to but do what if with it comes from the horse's mouth? Like, we heard Kanye support Donald Trump. We heard recently I mean, Lil Wayne I'm support Donald Trump. We saw him. I'm talking, yeah. R. Kelly is a child predator. Uh, Tory Lanez shot somebody. Alleg- so- no, it's still alleged. Okay. We do not know what happened with Tory Lanez. So, again, 
it's alleged that he shot her, and because she said it, it's fuck. Fuck, fuck what the truth is. A black woman said it, so it has to be truth. It has to be it's, the gospel. It's not, it's, not that it's, it's not that it's gospel, but it's also like when someone says this happened to them, I don't have a reason not to believe it. And because we come from a, a society, we come... Justice we, Smollett said we that live something in a society, to him. And, I, and you know what? And, and, I, it, I, and, and I sat on the show and I said, I have no reason not to believe him. And so, yeah, right. And then until, until, that, until it came out otherwise, then I'm like, you know what? He was wrong. And so I'm, I'm willing to own if, I'm, if I was wrong in passing judgment on somebody. But those... Uh, but, so let's take a step back. So, But you're talking about Kanye let's, and R. No, Kelly and all that. They deserve back. to be canceled. I'm not saying that they don't, but I'm saying... So I'm not in cancel culture. I'm like, Saying, I'm saying you cancel them once you have all the facts. You will cancel somebody without without ha- like you don't have to hear the facts. The gossip is the, the gossip is good enough for you to say I'm going to cancel it. So if the story sounds believable enough, you're going to cancel. So it. let me say this: when it comes to Tory Lanez, Megan The Stallion said he shot me. I have no reason at this point and tory lane to, said he did not shoot let her. me finish so at that point i did not have i have no reason to not believe her right now he comes behind and he's like it's not how it, it didn't happen the way it said it happened and then he also made an, an ep or whatever a mixtape whatever you want to call it which was fire by which, the way which I'm not going to support because whatever it is, I'm not going to support. It's not about support. So, you would so, listen to Tory Lanez anyway, so I wouldn't expect you. Yeah, to but listen I'm going to. to anyway. I'm not going to. But I'm not going but to actively. What I'm trying to say somebody. is that Tory Lanez, Megan said he shot her. Tory Lanez said I did not shoot her. And you're, no, he didn't say I did not shoot her. He said it didn't happen the way she said it happened. There's two different ways. That's that's, that's okay. a like words mean things. We go talk about that. So that's that's one thing. But when you, but even but I feel like. Even if with, with with that situation, which we've talked about ad nauseum, and that there are everybody and their mothers, you know, jumping in and, and giving these very like very muddled responses and about what happened or whatever. The only person that's given a very explicit response, in my opinion, has been Megan Thee Stallion, which she said straight up to the people, "He shot me." But that aside, I'm not somebody. I don't. I don't like that you're telling me that I'm being lumped into cancel culture. For, or I'm 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 a a, a co-signer of cancel culture when the peop the the people that you named were people that deserved cancellation I'm because not, based no, on at least from you're me, not listening to me at all I am I'm not saying that people don't deserve to be canceled but you said I what I'm saying it. is that what I'm trying to say is that they deserve to be canceled when there's proof of what they've done again Tory Lanez has said that he did not shoot her. In his in his songs, he said, I did not... Hold on, where is it at? Because, you know, words mean things, right? Mm-hmm. Girl, you had the nerve to write this statement on the affidavit, knowing I ain't do it, but I'm coming at my truest. So him saying that says, again, I didn't do it. So he said he didn't do it. She said he did do it. And again, you're going to go with the black woman. So... Because I'm going to choose. You know what? I'm so, going to, so, so that's I'm that. going to choose. But to again, believe, I'm going to choose to believe the. And I'll use the word alleged. I'm going to choose to believe the. You know, it's not even alleged. She she did get shot. So I'm going to choose to believe a, a victim in a situation. So same way how I did with Jesse, which turned out to be wrong, but in this, but at the so same way. So you're willing to. So you're willing to go off of the he say she say 
as opposed to waiting for information. So I'm, can't, I'm willing to... You can't reserve yourself to say, you know what? This is how I feel, but let me wait for the facts to come out before, I'm willing before, to I, give, make, I'm willing before to, I die on a hill. I'm willing to support or I'm willing to give... Um, I'm willing to support or, or acknowledge a person, not just a woman, not just a black woman, but as, but especially because we come in a society where black women are, we live in a society where black women are the least likely to be believed, are the least likely to be supported. I am going to defer to the person who is the victim in a situation. Um, if, if there's, if there has been a claim of victimization, if there's been a claim of assault mm-hmm. or whatever. So so, and I understand that the Megan and Tory situation has become more muddled because of people saying things and not saying things and who's following and who's not following and all this other stuff like that. It's still whack as fuck to me that he wants to, he, he tried, he made a mixtape in order to express his side of the story to, to monetize off of it. And so... I don't know if he necessarily did it to monetize and, and, and it was offered as a free, what's the name? So... so so muddle that one aside, which I'm not very unclear about where I stand, but a lot of people are, and that's fine. And if it comes out tomorrow that she was wrong or that he didn't pull the trigger or Thank whatever, you listen to the mixtape. No, I'm still not gonna listen to it. Why not? But because, like you said, I'm not somebody who's jumping out the window for Tory Lanez to begin with. If I hear something that you end up playing because I like it, it's whatever. But I'm not. I don't. I don't. Go. The only person I'm like actively seeking out their music is probably Beyonce. Everybody else is just like if it comes across at my desk or comes across in front of me, then that's one thing. But if it comes out that it's wrong, I will get on here and I will say, you know what? I supported her because I believe black women, and she and she was wrong. And this is fucked up because there's so many black women who are victims of assault who aren't believed that it, it takes away from their situation. And that and I will I will gladly I will I will say that and that's fine when it comes. But that does not mean. That when I when the the other examples that you gave of Kanye West, you saying not, I'm so quick to cancel people, but it's like they, so you you, got, you to, don't use them as the same example because they're not in the they're what way I'm trying to above. say is that the differences between me and you is that I want to be able to before I make a decision, I need to hear all the facts because that's how I live my life, and I'm saying you don't need to hear all the facts. It doesn't have to be factual; it could just be a whisper. That this is what but we happened. had to go through this with Kanye with you. So what did, what facts did you need to hear? You saw him with a MAGA hat, posing with Trump, uh, singing his praises, and he running for president, trying to siphon off votes and shit like that. I mean, that was no. That was recently, but like even before when when we when we had this debate, we had a heated debate about I Kanye that. on the we show. Can't, yeah, yeah. What what you needed? What facts then? I wanted, I that, wanted was the, to, that was from him I out of his to, mouth. No, I wanted to be able to hear what, where, where he was coming from, and then even with that, I realized that Kanye is mentally. He has, he has mental health issues. But mental health issues play a role, but that does not necessarily excuse his beliefs. We know... Because well, we got people who are mentally ill just like him who we do are know, well, adamantly well, against Trump. So... We do. But we... I mean, again, we don't know anyone who has mental health issues who are billionaires or or, or super famous who... who mm-hmm. they, they have enablers... So it's a little bit different. Like when you're the cash cow, ain't no one, ain't no one gonna tell the cash cow you're wrong because you're not gonna cut me off. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go ahead with it. Shit, we're seeing that right now with Donald Trump. All the Republicans see the bullshit that's going on. They know the shit is wrong, but they're not gonna go against their base. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Because they got to prepare themselves and protect themselves in case they try to run again or or, or, or be utilized again in, in 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 the political office. So even though they know what's going on is wrong and they don't agree with it, they're gonna sell their souls. So a lot of times, people's so souls do, are, are, you, are, are, are are available. So Why? my so my question to you for those people: Do you want to hear their? justification do you need to hear why they're doing what they're doing before you decide to say fuck them jump off a bridge or do you, like or uh, let me say let me not be so extreme but let me say this like the people that you're talking about that sell their souls and had and put a price on their, i still want to hear yes you still you still want to hear I'm flabbergasted but i still want to i still want to be able to hear their their views because again the 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 worst thing you can what will do it change yeah it helps me be informed it helps me know what the enemy is thinking. Will it? Let me ask you this: Will are you? So you just want to know? I want to know. You don't want to know because know. you feel like it's going to change your mind. No, no, no. I'm not going to say it. No, it, it, I don't think there's anything that they can say that will change my mind. Period. What I'm trying to say is that I'm not going to just shut them off. I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm not going to listen to them. I don't want to hear them because my thing is again. It's better to hear what your what your enemy is saying. Like there's people who's like, I'm not gonna look at CNN, I, I, or I'm not gonna look at Fox. I don't want to know what's going on. But it's like, why be ignorant to the situation? The best thing you can do is is see what they're doing, see what they're talking about, so that way you know how to mobilize against them. So that's where I'm at on the Republican side and and everything over there. When we're talking about other things, again. We can easily cancel any... Yes, you have that right. I'm not saying that you're wrong for feeling the way that you feel. But what I am saying is that it makes sense for you... It makes sense for me to be able to understand what that person is saying, why they're saying it, for me to be able to make the best decision for me as opposed to me joining the cancel culture and just doing it because that's what society is telling us to do. So do you feel like I'm doing it because society is on a cancel culture wave? No, Because what I feel is that... I don't feel like that for you because you're smart so i know i know that you're doing the readings and stuff like that i do feel like sometimes you pull the trigger t- too quick but that that's it so tory lanes aside because i know that that's going to be the one that you're going to defer to who else did you feel like i pulled the trigger on too quickly kanye you weren't wrong with r kelly I mean, he should have definitely been canceled, but that also kind of went back to where we were at as a society and it was normalized. The predator behavior was normalized, at least for the old generations. Um, But then nobody can tell me that that's different. And and so with Kanye, like, see, so I I understand. Let me say this. Mm-hmm. I'm not I don't want to ever come across like I'm not I'm not willing to hear alternative beliefs or arguments that might not align with my own because that's how you live in an echo chamber and that's when you you never learn, you never grow because you're not you're only reinforcing the things that you already think are true, which is a lot, a lot of Trump supporters do. And a lot of those people, they live in these echo chambers, so that's why these things keep getting reinforced. However, there are moments in time and there are certain scenarios and there are certain transgressions where right is right and wrong is wrong and if and it it really isn't there isn't always a need to hear somebody's thought process behind some egregious ass action 
or thinking or, or support of something so vile, like the support or the action in itself tells me all that I need to know. So it's kind of like a thing of like, it's like a meme that sometimes goes, that's been going around since, especially since it's been election year. And it's like, we can just agree to disagree. People talk about all the time. And it's like, yeah, we can agree to disagree about what to eat for dinner, not about basic human rights. So for me, okay. that is a, 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 to me, that's a line in the sand. That's a, that's a line that you're drawing. And I don't need to really you know hear much. Fair. I don't need to hear much else for you because that's if fair. you feel, if you either believe or support somebody who believes or creates the situations that violate the basic human rights of people in this world i don't want to fuck with you and i don't want anything for you and i don't want to know why you even feel that way because you know you're because either it's willful ignorance because you're looking at it and you're choosing to ignore it because it doesn't because it doesn't necessarily directly impact you or because you also believe those things are okay there were they had the million maga quote unquote million maga march this weekend down in DC and there was a sign that someone held up and yeah, it was like blacks and muslims were coming for you first in the new world order i seen that i seen the the protesters knocking down the black lives matter stuff so no 100%. I don't want to hear what these motherfuckers got to say. Well, no. I don't want to hear what they have to say either. And but that's what I'm looking if at. someone in my family voted for them, I do want to hear what what they said because I want to be able to know what the fuck this person is thinking and then that way I can mobilize again. Because if you're in my family and you think in this way, you may be around my child. I have to know how you think so that way I know, wait, we're having a family gathering who's going? Am I going to be there? No, I'm not going to be there. But this person is going to be there and their children are going to be here and they and, and it could affect my child. No, they can't go. So, yes, I'm not going to willfully just be like, well, just because you voted for them. No, because, again, it's not, a, it's not it's not as black and white, especially if it's someone that you grew up with or someone that you're close with. Now, with someone who's an acquaintance, of course, you can cut them off because it's an acquaintance. So that's what I'm saying. Everything is a, is a case by case basis. But I understand where you're coming from. You are right. Like human right issues. The fact that Donald Trump had kids in, 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 in fucking cages and that there's like kids who don't know where their families are. 666. That's If that's not a fucking sign, I don't even know what to tell you. So that is a problem. 100%. And if you could vote for someone who, who, who can do that, then yes, you're heartless. And, and, and to, for me, that's why like in a situation like that, it's like, I don't have anything else to talk about That's you. Fair. You, R. That's Kelly, fair. I don't got shit to talk to you about. You fucking preying on young girls. Kanye, you support Donald Trump, mental illness or not, and your platform and you're wasting that. I don't have anything for you. I don't, I, and my thing is, he, I don't mean nothing to him because he don't know me from a can of paint, but I don't have to actively listen to your music no. and support. And, I, and that one hurt. I, that I, one hurt because Kanye mean, was once my favorite rapper. But his new music is trash, so you're not missing out on anything. But it's the, it's the principle. It's Sometimes it's a principle thing, and it's, it's a thing of like, I don't. I don't need to so like to to put it into context with the people the, the the men that you named or whatever there's no I'm not ever changing my mind about Kanye or R. Kelly 
And like I said, if Tory Lanez, if it comes out to be true, then I was right. And if it doesn't, then I will have my mea culpa and I will say, you know what? I What you call it? I, I believe the person who said that they were victimized. And I don't, I, and well, I will say this. I don't, I'm not going to apologize ever for siding with somebody. And I said this too when it came to that whole Jesse um, Smollett situation. I'm never going to apologize for supporting someone who's saying that they've been victimized. I will apologize to the person that was, a, to the person that was a, um, then in turn became a victim because somebody else lied on them. That I can do as an as an as an, an evolving and mature person in this world. But I'm not going to. There are just there are certain things when it comes to somebody in the family, whatever. You have, if, if, if I if you I have your own triggers, and, and I and I, ha- I will say this when it comes to like if there was somebody in one of our families who had her, whatever. Because, like you said, I can understand even talking to that person because they're your family. Like, we grew up the same way. We're in the same family. How could you... We have similar life experiences. How could you come to feel this way? But at the same time, that might often be like... That might likely be the last conversation I have with that person because it might end with like, you're a fucking idiot or you're a piece of trash or... You and I don't have the same core fundamental beliefs, so there's nothing here for us, like blood or not. There's nothing for us, and it's, I do agree. Like I'm not going to put myself in the space, same spaces around you if I can help it. I'm damn sure not going to put my child in the same spaces around it because this, because children learn from their parents and their families how to move in this world and how to value people. And you know, I'm not a perfect person, but I think what it comes down to it, I'm. And maybe, you know, it can make me naive or it can make me soft or emotional or whatever. But you know what? I'm not going to I'm not going to apologize for wanting people to be treated right in this life and people who are different. Like it's so it's so not hard to like be decent to other people. Like you don't have to roll out the red fucking carpet, but it's so not hard to like just be decent like. You want somebody, you meet somebody and they're non-binary and they want to go by they and them. It might take a little getting used to, but why is it so difficult to call them by that, by, by their chosen name? Or if they're trans and they want, and they were once Samuel and now they want to be Samantha. Why is it so hard for somebody to switch calling those, their, their names like that? You know, it's, if somebody is, you know, if, if you're a black person in white spaces, it's like, why is it so difficult for, you know, to want to see somebody be treated equitably or whatever. And it's like, you know, it's, it, and like I said, it just, it might come across as naive or whatever, but it's just like, it's, it comes down to just like common fucking decency. And that's what this, this world lacks. You know, I don't have to have, we always don't want to, we don't want to identify with the shit that doesn't affect us. We don't want to ever, we don't want, because we don't think about the things that don't occur to us, which is natural to human nature. It doesn't mean that we don't have to, respect other people and the way that they are living their lives or their truth or their identity or their race or their nationality or their religion whatever you want to call it 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 takes nothing to show people respect at all and i i don't know maybe because of my own experiences or maybe because of how i grew up like i grew up in a household where like even though it never really came up there was never an air of like homophobia or transphobia or there wasn't like sexism in my house like my dad wasn't on some like this is 
a woman's role or this is you know whatever like it, Shame, I, so. and so it's like it, it was it's it's and it's and you know what it is too it's just like injustice pisses me off and and sometimes i get upset with other people when i feel as though and this is where something I ha- i'm working on but it's like trying to do something constructive with it as opposed to just being upset with other people but sometimes it gets me frustrated and flustered where i'm like how are you and i and not just specifically you but like how are you and i looking at the same sequence of events playing out and you're not as angry about this as me when it's talking about somebody's basic human rights being violated there's 70 million people who don't see it that way and it's fuck every 70 70 million of them and they mamas i'm just saying I'm just saying, though, but that just this election, everything that has transpired should show, show you that that racism, racism is still alive. Again, when was segregation over? 1960 something? Mm-hmm. Like less than 80 years ago. You know what I mean? Like they posted something the other day uh, about like Emmett Till would be the same age as Donald Trump if he wasn't murdered. Mm-hmm. Like. It's crazy. There, yeah, Emmett Till was born 1941, one year after Alex Trebek and one year before Joe Biden. Donald Trump is uh, 1946 is older than is older than the four girls who passed in the Birmingham church bombing. Um, three was born 1949 and one was in 1951. When people think the civil rights movement was so long ago, like Ruby Bridges was 60 years ago. Ruby Bridges is in her 60s. She's not even. She's younger than my mom. Ruby Bridges was the first person that was Brown versus Board of Education. She was gotcha. integrated because TJ was giving me to look like who's Ruby Bridges. I was. But I've heard of Brown via education. So but. she, which didn't Thurgood Marshall argue that case? Yes. He's an alpha. So the Ruby Bridges, Ruby Bridges, she's the, and there's that, there's that painting that I think it's, I think it was Norman Rockwell, but he, that famous painting, and she's like walking and there's like the, the National Guard is behind her protecting her. She that, was six years old. That was the one where they're doing Kamala. Kamala, yeah. Sorry, Kamala. Yes. Make sure I say the name right. Yeah, yeah yes. no, no, no. That's, but you got to say people's names right. Absolutely. 100%. So, 60 years. That was. No, I, I get that. Yeah. And, but I like to hone in on that because people act like slavery and racism was so long ago, but it's like, no, it. It wasn't so long ago. And we're still dealing with their fallout from it. 100%. Again, it just changed. It just changed and it looks different and they do things differently. And, you know, this new generation is, is, is making sure that the wrongs are, 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 are righted, mm-hmm. I feel like. like I, there's a lot of people out there. It's a lot more people who's willing to, to fight a different fight and then they're willing to record it and put it on social media. See, that's the difference, right? The social media, even though I call it the devil, it does have its uh, its bright sides because yeah. without social media, we don't know about Trayvon Martin. We don't know about George Floyd. We don't know about Ahmaud Arbery. Ahmaud Arbery. Like, we don't know about these things. We don't see these things. It's not able to be out there. Shit. Emmett Till was kind of like the first social media even though it wasn't social media but it was the first viral thing and the only reason why people knew about that was because his mother said i want to open casket Mm -hmm. and if she didn't say i want to open casket and that picture wasn't circulated because i think they put it in jet magazine if i'm not mistaken so everyone got to see it Mm -hmm. so again 
black people were used to being hung and, and murdered and, and stuff like that. That, that, that. Especially in the South. This, it, it was just par for the course. Mm-hmm. But it's different when everyone gets to see it. Mm-hmm. It's different when everyone got to see what people are doing. And I think that's the difference. Again, we went all over. We did. But, you know, so my takeaway is that I think that you, I, I think because you're so smart, it, it can be detrimental to you sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because again, you're smart enough to kind of get all your facts and then you're making your decision based off of that. And you're not always right at that. And, 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 and you will be, you are accountable. So I will give you that. But sometimes, it, sometimes it is okay to give, give yourself the extra days, even though it's not what you want to do. Like, you know that you, you know you know that your decision is made, but you know what? Let me let me get more facts, or let me wait before I come out with what I think it is. Because again, you know, as you would say, measure twice, cut once. I can understand that. I think also too what I'm what I am also working on, which I learned in therapy, which is like I don't always have to, as much as sometimes it pains me because I don't always have to share my opinion because it is frustrating sometimes to be someone who is asked their opinion a lot of the time but then because I have come to a conclusion I feel like I've gathered enough information and made a decision and then I'm being you know told well are you not looking at it from this person's side or you're not waiting for all the facts to come out or this that and the other then I'm like you know what I don't have to tell everybody what I think I can just decide to not support somebody and not speak on it unless like and um and unless it I, unless I absolutely have to and or solicit it yeah but even then I I don't I don't no I'm no no you don't have to say anything but I'm just saying I'm saying it's different if somebody asks you your opinion and then you gave your opinion that that means that it was but even solicited. but it is I understand but even then like I can say like I don't want to share it with you because I also know like sometimes if you know your audience you know that like what you're saying is going true. to you know the you know the, the likelihood that that person is going to have a differing opinion in you is going to either goad you or going to tell you that you're too emotional or that you pass judgment too quick or this and the other I can see that. so I'm not gonna so what other thing too is like I don't have to go through it because another thing I learned in therapy was like sometimes when especially when you're talking to a person who is the demographic of like the other person that you are not for or that you have a problem with, it becomes really hard for sometimes for people to separate those things, you know? And it's also thing is like, even if you talk about a population of people, of a demographic of people, you can still like, it can, two things can be true. I could be talking about white women, but not every single white woman I've encountered. I could be talking about black men or black women, but everybody doesn't fit every, you know, we're not monoliths. But there's sometimes there is evidence and data to support certain things. And it's just like that is that is where I'm coming from with that conversation. But I also recognize that sometimes the people I'm talking to are also members of the demographic. And so they get in there, they get defensive. And that's a thing. And I mean, I can say the same thing about when people talk about black women and, and, and that's part of it. And that's part of it, too. It's a natural thing. So I have to sometimes make the decision to not engage with people on certain things. But. I will say this, it's like, it can't, people can't have it both ways with me, which is like, I'm being told that my response or my 
reaction or my kind of conclusion I've drawn on a certain situation or topic is not correct or not fair or not just. But at the same time, though, I'm then, but I'm asked my opinion on it, or I'm asked, um, to, or I'm asked to inform people on it, right? Because there's times where like you, other people, I know, like will be like, what is this situation? What's I hear? I just heard about this. What's going on, Danny? And then I'm like, you're, you know, CNN news reporter for the night, and I'm giving you all this stuff. But yeah, I'm, of course, I'm gonna, and I'm, I'm giving you what I've processed, and of course, there's gonna be some of my own like understanding and opinion on it, you know, and, and woven into it. But it's like, no, like if that's the case, like if that's gonna, if it's gonna be a recurring trend of like, I'm asked what I think, or I'm asked, I got you to inform somebody. It can't be both. It can't be like Danny. What's your opinion? And then when you give your opinion, it's like attack Danny. Yeah, because I feel I have strong feelings, and I have strong feelings about a lot of stuff. Well, listen, like I tell you, don't change. Fuck, fuck how, as my father would say, one of us is gonna be uncomfortable, and it ain't gonna be me. And once you realize that, you can say whatever you want, and well, I'm some people on. are gonna agree with you, some people ain't gonna agree with you. But that's life, man. And 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 once you realize that, I feel like I've been my happiest once I realized that. My decisions are my decisions and fuck what people think. I'm working on that. And like, I, I, I'd rather nobody be uncomfortable, but I know that that's not always going to yeah. be the case. Because even, even if you say something nicest, somebody may still be offended by that. Yeah. Or they may feel like you're placating them or whatever. So that's what I'm saying. Like People are, people are always going to feel or be in their feelings and you can't allow that to determine how you move. Because then you're going to you're not going to move the way that you want to or you're going to be unhappy or frustrated because you're worried about other people. Fuck them. If they're your family, if they're your friends, they love you, y'all can have a disagreement or y'all can have different views and y'all can still come back. And I'm a strong believer of that. But if they don't come back or, or if they don't fuck with you like that no more, then they really weren't that close with you. So. And it's okay to cut niggas off for supporting Trump. It's okay to cut people off because they don't fit in your life anymore. Like I was saying it. earlier. So And niggas that support Trump don't have a space in my life. So just to keep it on the political wave. <laughs> but I don't, that's know. All. I don't know I don't know if I'm that far yet. I have to speak to him first and then I can make the decision. But if it's somebody that I like care about. Mm-hmm. I guess I said I, w- I might give one conversation. If it's somebody I care about, I'll give like one good conversation and then um, I'm out. But that's just me. I mean, ultimately, I think one thing we both can agree on. Fuck Donald Trump. Oh, fuck him. I can't so. wait for him to go to hell. <sighs> nah, I'm not going that far. See, once you start putting all these extra stuff, that's too much energy. No, I'm saying like, like not like die and go to hell. I mean, he's going to eventually die. But like... I'm not wishing death upon anyone. I mean, I would not. I lose, just really want to. I know. would not lose sleep on when that day comes. The only thing I do want to know with Donald Trump is like the history books. How are they going to paint Donald Trump? I hope like and how are they going to paint him? Piece of shit. How are they going to paint him? In COVID, like his COVID response and everything else. Like, are they going to try to make it like, you know, like that stuff does excite me because, like, again, U.S. history was like my shit. I think that that's. I think I'm very so curious about like that. How how do the people who Make, write who write the history frame it? Yeah. See, I'm wonder. I always do. I do wonder about that too because the difference now from with kids who are in school and will be in school by the time these textbooks are written, unlike when we were in school, 
with certain historical events is that you also have millions of pieces of primary sources, right? We learned about that in his US history, mm. right? Primary documents. So, but now it's video footage yeah. and it's tweets and it's it's coverage. You it's like it's so like it's really hard to to con- you can't co- they you gotta, can't like they have to put the tweets inside. They're going to the be tweets. They're going to be tweets inside of a history books. book. It has to be. But my thing is like you can't say this happened this way when it's like all this evidence proves to the contrary. But honestly, they can, it's but I'm saying take, it's, like, it's going to be a lot of It's going to take a teacher who... A teacher's going to have to be unbiased. Because, again, if we're going off of the historical facts and what's there, like, if you if you read those tweets, you can make up a decision on what that person is saying. And a student may see it as a positive, another student may see it as a negative, but you can't be like, the person who says it's negative is wrong. But you also can't say the person who sees it as a positive is wrong. And that's that's kind of the thing. Now, again, it may be a telling sign if they think that him saying it's the China disease is is a positive because that that's telling what kind of individual you are. But I'm just saying it's going to be interesting to see how they're graded. Like, you know, I hope that like when I like when when Tatum, when Tatum is learning history, like I want to teach her what's in the book, but I also want to teach her like the outside factors that they may not cover or they may not show. Like, Absolutely. You know, like when I talk about Christopher Columbus, yes, he may have discovered America, but no, he stole America from the Native Americans. There were people here already and... Yeah. He didn't even know where he was. He thought he was in India. And he was the fucking... He brought a bunch of... You know, quite honestly, this writer on time for Thanksgiving. He brought a bunch of disease to the Native people and... You know, again... Him and his posse was out there robbing and raping. The Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. Fuck all of them. (laughs) They were the originators of not washing their legs. (laughs) They are the originators of of, of bringing uh, diseases. The original coronavirus. I'm not... Listen, I know that this virus originated in China. Is that the angle that we're going with? But... One thing white people do well is spread disease and not wash properly. So, again, not all of them, but enough of them. And on that note. This has been another episode of Lover's Quarrel. As always, you know that you can follow us on Instagram at Lover's Quarrel Show. You can follow us on Twitter at Lover's Quarrel 7. And you can email us your thoughts, questions, comments, or concerns at loversquarrelshow at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe, like, share, follow, tag, save all the things in order to help this podcast grow. Folks, we will keep you posted on our recording schedule, but we are always happy that you're here with us and that you're joining us. And we hope that you enjoy these conversations and that you get something from them. Um... And thank you, as always, for riding and rocking and rolling with us and showing us grace um, and holding us accountable. So with that being said, I am your girl, Danny, And I'm your guy, TJ. And you know that we fuss. We fight, but, but we, we love. love. Bye. bye. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>